You are now listening to Stop on the Corner Podcast with Nick and Chris. And we are here. Episode 15. Nick, what's up? This is the Stop on the Boardwalk Podcast now. As I'm down the Ooh. shore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop on the Boardwalk. Episode 15, Patrick Mahomes number. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that later. The real goat. But yeah, you got to congratulate somebody something because we forgot. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We've been meaning to do this for like three shows now. And we apologize for delay. But the winner of our bracket challenges, my good friend Jimmy Z, who correctly predicted the winner. It was the ugliest tournament I've ever seen. Like there was 10 brackets, and I think eight of them were busted by the Sweet 16. Like, so it was just. It was literally just a rundown from I think it was your boy Bernsey and uh and my boy Jimmy. They had Villanova and Kansas. I think I might have had the worst bracket out of everybody, but we crowned the winner finally. Congrats. So I'll I'll run into Jimmy on Monday and I'll get his information. Or Jimmy, if you want to message me on Facebook, um I'm I'm sure I'll see you before you even hear this. So um I'll get with you. We'll get your email, and we'll we'll ship you out your your winnings, sir. Amazon gift card or the gift card of your choice. I mean, if you want a Red Lobster gift card, just let us know. Or an Olive Garden gift card. We'll smack you in the forehead with it. With authentic Italian food, whatever you want. It's your choice. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit you with our breadstick. <laughs> uh, Nick, opening day was a lot of fun, and it's been a kind of a struggle since then. It's we, we rode the wave that day and now we're underwater drowning. We are definitely fucking drowning. And again, I'm not panicking, but I it has been time. ugly. I think it's time. I mean, I you'd be really naive if you were not acting like this isn't a big, you know, football, a baseball team. They're playing like a bad baseball they team. They look right very now. bad. Yeah. <laughs> they they do. I still won't panic because they could turn around and go on a five-game win streak, and then everything will be sunshine and rainbows again. And see, that's the thing that's like making me panic. It's you know, do they look like a team that could do that right now? It's like they keep they keep losing, but they're not just losing; they're like getting demolished. It's not like we're barely blowing a lead or you're missing like by like one run. They got killed like the past two games. They're just there's no fight at all. Like they just look lifeless. I just I think they they're a little lost. I wouldn't say lifeless. They look lost. Like it they doesn't look, look very like, lost. <laughs> they, it looks like they're coming to the plate, and that's the biggest concern. It's like the pitching we knew was kind of questionable. You know, defense. We, you know, we were very suspect about, but we were confident in the offense of this team. Yeah, and they're not and, even doing that. And they're and they're not doing that. So I think that's the concern. Like if they were losing, like you said, if they were losing games eight seven, you know, ten nine something like that, like we wouldn't be panicking because we like we're hitting the ball, but. We're not pitching and we're not hitting. Yeah, we're just yeah. doing nothing. Yeah, so I think that's the concerning part. It is only April 16th at the time we're recording this pod. Like, a, a lot can happen. They're, they're going to get hot. The thing is, you have to start winning eventually. Like, they're 3-5 and five now. They If they lose tonight and they're 3-3, and you keep losing, eventually you're going to fall too far behind. They have to start winning some, some Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Because after this Marlins series, they have to play it. Like they're scheduled. they got to play a bunch of good teams. It's like you can't just expect them to just go on some magical roll. Like you got to start winning some series. Yeah, I think a lot of it, too, is they're going to the plate looking to smash the ball. 
Like, I think they bought into their own hype a little bit about being, like, the Broad Street Bombers and all that stuff. Um, I think they just need to get back to just putting the bat on the ball, making contact, you know, putting the ball in play, getting runners on, moving runners over. Like, you got to small ball a little bit. And then, you know, the homers will come. You know, I don't want to see them going up there, you know, swinging for the fences. I mean, and the thing is, the, the funny thing is, we all, like, looked at Alec Bone last year and was like, oh, God, like, what happened to him? He's he was like one of the worst players on the team. He couldn't field or hit. Now he's like the best hitter. And the people we thought were gonna just crush the ball are not. So it's like <laughs> Well, the one thing I didn't get, and this was, you know, as, as Friday night's game, Thursday, you know, JT Ramuto goes four for four. You're struggling offensively. And then you bench him yesterday. Like, not even say, like, you know what, we're gonna give him the day off from behind the plate, but we'll DH him. Like, you benched him. Like that doesn't make the way JT is, he probably wouldn't even have done anything yesterday anyway. That's yeah, like maybe, but you just come, you're coming up with four for four. You got to kind of ride that wave a little bit. I know it's early, but you're struggling offensively big time. Congrats to uh, Matt Veerling though for getting his first hit yesterday. Wow! Yeah, he um, they were yesterday. They were like Matt Veerling is batting zero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bo- Bowman's having a good year so far. I, I just looked it up. He's hitting. He's hitting sultry seven fourteen. Yeah, he's hitting really good. I, I would. I was suggesting the other day. I was like, why don't they like make him be a DH, like him rotate with somebody to be DH because he can't throw to first base, so he can't field. So, yeah, so he's got know. eleven. He's got eleven played appearances. He's yeah, got, you know he's got five hits and he's got. So he's got seven at bats, eleven plate appearances. So that means he he's walked three times, and his own base percentage is pretty good. Like his own base is seven twenty seven. Yeah, <laughs> Alec Boom MVP. The the sad part is is he's got one RBI. That means nobody else is hitting. That's yeah, because no one else is on base. Like yeah, let me, so let me see. They're three and five. They're in last place. They're, right now, they're less than 0.1% chance to win the World Series. I love I love baseball reference. It's such a great – But And the other day, I was like, yeah, I was like, Sherber's only batting 111. And I'm, somebody was like, well, what's Matt Beerling batting? I was like, he don't have a number. <laughs> so, yeah, so like you're big bats. So, so you got Ramuz is hitting 360. Hoskins is hitting 292. Wow, Hoskins got five walks already. Segura's hitting 353. Yeah, Segura got hurt, which is Schwarber's hitting 094. Harper's hitting 138. Nice. nice. I mean, Cassiano's hitting 300. Nice. Bryson Stott, 190. Nice. Simon Muziati's hitting 250. Who? Simon Muziati. Italia. Italia. Well, Segura got hurt, right? He got hit on the wrist. Did you see that throw though from center field? Yeah, he's got a he's got a good arm. He made a hell of a catch too yesterday. It was a, it was like an on the run over the shoulder kind of catch. Shout out to Simon Muziati. I think we got two Italianas on our team. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Bellotti too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Listen, two of them. I'll garden on them. On them, put it on your tab. Yeah, put it put it on your tab. 
hang out with your boys from stop one corner. Do you so do do you think they're gonna win tonight against the Marlins? Um, what's the pitching matchup? I really so, hope that it's not Nola. No, Nola pitched yes or Thursday. Okay, Ranger Suarez is pitching against Rodgers. Mm, I don't know. Rodgers had a good year last year. He was a contender for I know a good year. He was good. You know what though? Suarez was good last year too. I do like Ranger. I like Ranger more than Nola. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get there too. I'm really starting to sour on Nola. Nope stinks. Like yeah, it, it just can't very promising, very promising in the beginning, but he's just too too inconsistent. Yeah, he just you're either going to get like a a shutout looking like Randy Johnson, or he's going to just look like the worst pitcher in the world. It just there's no in between. Yeah, it's and when it's, you get bad, it really hurts the team. Like yeah, yeah, because it he'll pitch great for like five six innings, and then he'll give up a walk, and then a base hit, and he got first and second, and then he hangs honest, his worst is worse than any pitcher's worst on the team. If that makes sense. Yeah, like his floor is a lot lower than yeah, exactly. Else yeah, yeah, I know it's it's it just gets really messy. <laughs> I mean, if I don't want the Phillies to be out of it, and I don't think they'll be out of it, but you know, I wouldn't be opposed if you had to move Noah for yes better pieces. You know, more. I I, I was on board moving Noah last year, and even in the off season, I kind of thought they were going to do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm 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 starting to be done with Aaron Nola. Yes. Yeah. And he's got the talent. It's there. It's just I don't know. You know who else know. has the talent? But he's just it's just not there. Sam Donald. Oh, oh Sam Donald. And there it is. <laughs> this week's episode of Fuck Sam Donald. <laughs> you know what though? That's a good comparison. Aaron Nola is like the Sam Donald of the Phillies. I don't know. I think Nola's shined a little more in his respective field. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the fucking problem. Maybe the teams that you root for have these same Donald-type people on their teams. No, that's not true because once we had Jake DeLome and he was, like, amazing. <laughs> Clip that. What about the four aces? Yeah, I was a fan then, you fucking bitch. The four aces. Who was your favorite ace? Roy Oswald, the forgotten Roy one. <laughs> Mine was Joe Blanton. You know, if you ever ask someone about the four aces, they probably won't be able to name him. Any any Philly fan, they'll be like, oh, uh, Roy Holiday, Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels. Who was the other guy? Yeah, they'll probably say Joe Blanton before they say yeah. Roy People always forget Roy Oswald's name. They're like, oh, who was the, who was the other guy? Uh, there was four guys. Uh, Remember when they played that extra inning game? And they put Oswald out in left field because they ran out of position players. Yeah. And then, like, his first play, they hit a pop fly to him, and he caught it. And, like, he got, like, a standing ovation from the from the crowd. <laughs> Those were the good old days. Remember when Joe Blanton hit a home run? That was – yeah, that was game three or four of the World Series. I think it was game – I think it was game four. So, do you like my shirt? This is Kansas City Wild Fiesta Bowl. Fiesta Bowl, Arizona from 97. Uh, so, you know who the quarterback at Syracuse was then, right? 97? Is that Mr. Campbell Soup himself? Ooh, D. McNabb. Speaking of quarterbacks, Derek Carr just got a 
big extension. 120 mil, three years. Is he overpaid? In, I guess you would have to, if you're saying that, had to be compared. It's a simple question. Fucking answer it, dude. No. And why is that? Because it's really hard to find a competent quarterback in the NFL. He's and competent? At, really? At the very least, he's competent. Define competent in Derek Carr's terms. Well, I mean, he can make all the throws. He doesn't. He doesn't make dumb decisions frequently. He does make dumb decisions. Yeah, but he threw a pick, and that's how their playoff run ended. Oh, who are they playing again in that game? The the Joe Barrow led Bengals. <laughs> the Cincinnati Joe Barrows. Cincinnati Joe. The Cincinnati Burrows. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So it's. I don't think so. I think that. I think. I mean, it, at the very least. If he does suck, it's only a three-year extension. So what's that give him? Four years, and I'm sure they're out of that in two. So it's probably this year, next year, and he's probably free of a lot of dead money after that. So I think he is overpaid, and the reason why, like I guess you you could say he's not overpaid is people will probably be like, oh well, that's the market right now, or whatever. That's how you have to pay. It's, but that doesn't mean it's a good market. Like the market's fucked up because of contracts that went to people like Kirk Cousins getting over 30 mil a year. He does not, Kirk Cousins doesn't deserve that money. And now there's people who don't deserve the money they're getting, getting these big like contracts, like Dak getting like over 40 mil. Like, is he really that good of a quarterback? I feel like that money's for people who were like top five. We're like elite, like Josh Allen getting 42 a year. He deserves it. Mahomes getting 50 a year. He deserves it. Like people like Derek Carr, he might they they might finish fourth in that division. Okay, I mean, so here's the thing: is, is am I reading that right? Okay, so he signed a three year, one hundred twenty one million dollar extension, right? Yeah, only twenty five million of that is guaranteed. Is fully guaranteed. Yeah, but they're still gonna they're still gonna keep him on the team and paying him. Right, but that's the thing is like that's the thing with these contracts you have to look at is not the years and the total money; it's the guaranteed money. I don't think they're going to just cut him after one year. No, no, no. They're not going to cut him. But like, if they they're, going to, to, they're going to pay him more than 25 then. If they have to, though, they will cut him. Like, what did you say? Josh Allen's contract, six years, $258 million, $100 million of it guaranteed. That's still not that crazy. Yeah, but he deserves every bit of that. No, no, 100%. But, like, and I feel right. like people are like, oh, well, what was you going to say? So, so rank these three quarterbacks in the most overpaid Dak, Carr, and, and Cousins. From like number one as being yeah, most who, who's the most overpaid? Yeah, probably Kirk Cousins. Oh, I would I would one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, probably Cousins. Uh, Cousins, maybe Carr and Dak. I, I guess. guess I guess with those two, it kind of depends on how you view them. Like Dak's numbers are good if you look at just his numbers, but if you yeah, look a lot at of his shit's good. See, and that's another thing. I'm not really a numbers guy because a lot of people get garbage time stats and they stat pad, and people are like, right. "Oh, well, look how much uh, he had." Like, it's like, come on. So that's why, like, when I look at like, and this is just me personally. I don't know if anybody else does. I'm sure some people do because it's not that crazy outlandish idea. But like, I'll go in. Like, I know we use like Pro Football Reference, Pro Baseball Reference. Like, it, it's it gives you the most detailed stats. When I go in there, I look and say, "Okay, they were ten and seven this year." You know, threw for 4,500 yards, 38 touchdowns, 10 picks. Okay, well, let me go see. Okay, in their win, 
You know, they, they averaged 240 yards passing, you know, with one touchdown and one interception, you know, but in, in losses, you know, their numbers are so much higher. I'm like, well, then he's not contributing the wins. You know, it's a lot of his numbers are garbage time stats, you know, yeah. as opposed to just looking at the whole body of work. And I know, like, people, like, I guess if you want to say, like, they're not, like I, like I said earlier, they're not overpaid because, like, that's how the market is. Like, it doesn't mean it's a good market. Like, it's a bad market. Like, if you try and buy a car now, it's like the prices aren't, like, you're, you're kind of, like, it, it, and you could buy a car now and say, oh, well, that's what how the market is now if you want to buy a car. doesn't mean it's good. Like, you, paying a car now for, for a car is probably overpaid, like. A Toyota Corolla is probably like over 20 grand. Like Toyota Corollas are not, you should be paying over like 20 grand for a Toyota Corolla. Like the, well, the market's the, fucked up. The only difference the with that up. too is, is the union and it's the players union. So the players union. So say I get paid this year, right. And I get paid 25 million, you know, you're due for a contract next year. You know, our numbers are similar. They're going to want, the union's going to push for you to get more that's, than me. That's the so, thing. So you, so the next guy after you gets paid. Yeah. You always, and I, I heard this from someone. I forget who said it, but you, you always look at a player's contract. You know whether or not it was more. a good, good value or not. You know, two years after they sign it, like because I might be top paid now, but in two years, you know, ten more guys get paid. Now I'm middle of the pack. You know what I mean in in terms of salary, but your performance is better than that or worse than that, whatever, however it may shape out. So it's. The, the contracts are tough. In the, in the NFL, you really just have to look at guaranteed money, what the fully guaranteed is, you know, and, and any debt, debt cap. But, like, three years, $120 million with $25 million fully guaranteed, I, would, I wouldn't I would call that an overpay. I would say that's good on both sides. Yeah. Because, it's an overpay, bro. That's an overpay. Because, well, no, Derek Carr's now got to perform to earn $100 million of that. I will, I will also say I think the agents play a lot into this because I think they get in the players' heads, ears. Like, I'll give you a few examples. Like back in 2016 or whatever, like the way we lost, the Panthers lost Josh Norman mm-hmm. is the way he was really good that year. Like I think anyone that watched the NFL knew he was good that year. Mm-hmm. Janoris Jenkins got an extension for like 13 a year. And he's like, well, obviously he was better than Janoris Jenkins that year. And he wanted at least 15 a year. And I think Janoris got like 13. Mm-hmm. And the Panthers only offered him like 12. And they tried to franchise tag him. And he didn't want to take that. Like he wanted that 15 a year. So they took it off him because Gettleman's a jerk off Dave Gettleman, and they cut him. And then that's when Washington signed him to that for that money. And then yeah. this year you got Christian Kirk, who got twenty a year. And it's like, well, if obviously people, there's a lot of receivers better than Christian Kirk. So if he's getting twenty, every receiver that gets signed after him is going to want more than twenty now. Right. So, with, with that, the Christian Kirk time. It's, it's, it's the same thing with Kirk Cousins too. If he's getting thirty three, you're you're. You're Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm going to want at least 40 now. Yeah, well, Kirk Kirk Cousins is the biggest legal thief in the history of the world. Like Sam Bradford, maybe, as well. Yeah, but Kirk Cousins got way more money. Like, Sam Bradford, he got that contract from his rookie deal. Like, when that's when they, they negotiated contracts before they had the slot of pay. And, I mean, he bent the Rams over for that one. And, and then good for him. But Cousins is doing it year after year. Like he got what two or three franchises in a row at Washington, which is all fully guaranteed. And then what he moved about on. Bradford's contract with the Cardinals. Did you ever see that? No. He signed for like one year, like right before they they drafted Murray. It was for like twenty mil. One year for twenty mil. 
It's Sam Bradford. I, he's another one of them guys where the talent was all there and it just, well, injuries kind of threw him off too, but he had the arm talent. He was just, he couldn't stay healthy. My thing is I just, in order to be a good quarterback, it's like, you got to be able to make all the throws. You got to be able to lead. You got to be clutch. Got to perform when you, you know, team needs you most. So like, who would you say is like your top five? Right now? Yeah, like like based off like last season kinda. Alright, I'll go in I'll go in no particular order because no, no, I'm asking you, you gotta go. Oh you, in want order. It, oh, you want it in order? Oh, I want your order. Alright. So I'll go five. Last year. I'll put it's tough on the spot. Trying to trying to go through the numbers. Or if you want to, if you want to start at one, you can. Uh, no, one, I'll go. I'll go Josh Allen. What? And I'll and I'll say Josh because he he does it with less talent. You have Josh Allen as your best quarterback in the NFL right now. Yes. Oh yeah, the bitch. All right. <laughs> Keep going, I guess. <laughs> All right. Two, I'll go Pat Mahomes. Three. Aaron Rodgers, four, Tom Brady. Wow. Five. I'm trying to think. Um, Who's your five, bro? Who's your five, bro? I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, Who's your hmm. five, bro? Jalen Hurts. Uh, oh, my God. Donald. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I got him. I can go him twice. Um, I, I kind of want to say Matt Stafford, but like I'd uh, seen too many boneheaded plays down the stretch. Like if you give me the first 12, 13 weeks of the season, I would definitely say Matthew Stafford. But then I just watch him be a complete fucking bonehead. Uh, I'll probably go Joe Burrow. <laughs> based off of last year. You told me to go based off of last year. Come on, dude. <laughs> you told me to go based off of last year. Why? Because he made the Super Bowl. He's top five now. No, he played well, and he made the playoffs. So you got Burrow in your top five, but not Stafford. A guy who won the Super Bowl. The team was fucking loaded with talent. Like, so the, I, the Bengals I, offense I, isn't loaded with talent? What's that? The it, Bengals offense isn't loaded with talent? Burrow and, Joe, and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. Okay, they're good players. I'm not saying they're bad players, but the players on the on the Ram side, on both sides of the ball. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to put someone in the top five because of how they performed, like in the playoffs or whatever, and went far, you might as well just put Stafford in there. I, I can't do it. He's, <laughs> he's you got something against him? No, I like Matt Stafford. I was actually a, a Stafford fan even before they went to the Rams. I thought he, I thought he was a good quarterback, just in a bad situation. Whoa. But with all the talent that it's in LA, I have to take that into account. It's the reason why I got Josh Allen just above Patrick Mahomes. So, okay, well, all right, that's your top five. That's your top five, I guess. <laughs> Now wait, did you hear that? wait, hold on. Did you hear that? Oh, oh. You're welcome. You're welcome. I know. It's a good top five. 
You're welcome. <laughs> All right, now for a true top five. A okay, real top five. It. A sexy top five. Number one, obviously, Patrick Mahomes. Sucks. Nah. There, <laughs> there, shouldn't be, there shouldn't be any other number one for any other reason. I mean, I, if people don't have number one, it's because they don't like his wife and his brother. That's it. Yeah, m- mine isn't based on that. It's based on talent. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, number – my number two and three are like you could – you could swap either one. Like, it, it don't matter to me. Like, you could put either one at two or three. So, I would say, like, Rodgers, Brady in at two and three. Okay. Rodgers could be two. Brady could be two. Rodgers could be three. Brady could be three. It's whatever. Like, whatever you like, I guess. Okay. Uh, Four, Josh Allen. Because, A little low, I think, but okay. Mm, I mean, it's not, it's not there yet. Rodgers won MVP. Brady had an insane year again after losing his his best friend because he, you know, <laughs> lost his fucking mind. He decided to just strip and run off the field and wave goodbye. And I think he lost Godwin too. So yeah, Godwin towards the end of the year though. But with less weapons, he had like the best. Um, I don't want to say like number, you know, because no, I'm not a numbers guy, but he still looked like Brady. He still put up good numbers. He, he still, still looked. More- he still looked like Brady. Like he still did not his lose. Numbers on hollow. Like that's the thing is like Brady, Rogers, those guys. Their numbers. They're throwing the ball 180 times a game. Like their he numbers just, are not hollow. You know, he still just looks the part. So yeah, I'd have him in there. And uh, but yeah, Josh Allen, he's getting there. I think like he could. He he might be like, he might be an MVP candidate this year. And my number five is an MVP candidate this year, and that is Justin Herbert. I, I wanted to put Herbert on there, and. I got. That's why, I, like, when you see me like going back and forth, like I wanted to, but like there was something about that that last game, the way he played and like his record, his you know his first couple of years, like they're he's first couple years. There. He's almost there. He was in the league for two years, was and that's what I'm saying. Year. Last year and this year, like his record, like, and I don't. I'm not he even didn't realize that they would have like he literally kept them in that like. He did everything he could in that game. I'm not saying you're wrong. Six out of seven fourth down conversions. Like, who does that? Listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. I like Justin Herbert. I wanted to put him there. I just couldn't just yet. So you put Joe Burrow there. I'll put Joe Burrow there. Joe Burrow took his team to the fucking Super Bowl. But you voted on the poll the other day that that Herbert was better than Burrow. Exposed. (laughs) Listen, talent for talent, yes. But right now, if you're asking me, like when I you asked me, if you gave me five quarterbacks that you to start my franchise with, that's the list I'm going. So, so do you think Herbert's better than Barrow then? No. So then why'd you vote for Herbert? You fucking because his talent is better than Barrow. <laughs> he's got a better. He's he's more talented than Barrow is. Oh, that that I won't argue hundred percent. Yeah, but it's they're two different quarterbacks. Like right, and that's Herbert's and really athletic. He's got a cannon arm. He's gonna make crazy plays. Burrow's like he's a little more like a Drew Brees kind of quarterback. So I guess if, if you want a good comparison, and it just hit me, Burrow's like Aaron Rodgers. No, we're not. No, I'm sorry. Herbert's like Aaron Rodgers. Burrow's like Brady. The athleticism in Rodgers, the big arm, you know, the crazy plays. 
where Burrow's like, get the ball out of his hands quick, makes the smart throws, makes the right play, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I, I guess if you want to compare him to Brady. I'm not saying he's Tom Brady. I'm not saying he is Tom Brady, but I'm saying their style of play is very similar. Yeah, I think he's more of a Drew Brees kind of, but. Drew he, the statue Brees. He actually said he models his game after him once. They yeah. asked him about it when he was in LSU. Yeah. Was like, yeah. Maybe, that's, maybe that's why he wears the number nine. Oh, okay. We know those colleges, they have, like, specific numbers for, like, specific players. Like, your best player on your team wears number seven. You know, like. Oh, that's the LSU thing. They, like, the number seven is, like, sacred in LSU. Yeah, it's, like, the, it's like the best cornerback or something like that or some shit like that, right? It's whatever uh, it is. Yeah, it's, like, Pat P wore that number. Matthew, I think. A uh, bunch of players from LSU. Honey Badger might be an eagle. Yeah, have fun. Mm, give me the honey badger. I'd rather draft a young safety. Yeah, but the only one that's really worth drafting right now is Kyle Hamilton. Then. Oh yeah, then use those three, uh, those two first rounders, and trade up and get him. Nah, because <laughs> so. we got bigger holes than just safety. Mm. Give me linebacker. All right then. And trade one of them first for DK Metcalf. So the other day, uh. We've been talking about superhero movies. Yeah. Great superhero movies. I was thinking, like, all these people have different superpowers. If you had a superpower, like, what would you, like, want your superpower to be? Um, My first thought, and I think everybody always goes to this, like, like invincibility or, like, super speed. But I think I would want to go, like, shapeshifting. Think, think outside the box. Like, what is – yeah. mine is very unique. Like, I think I would go shape-shifting. Like, I would want to, like, be able to transform into, like, different objects and stuff like that. Oh, you're like, a fucking perv, aren't you? <laughs> you can like, transform into Margot Robbie's husband. It, it is, <laughs> Like, remember, like, the T-2000, like, in Terminator 2? Like, yeah. Like, the guy, he was able to just transform. Like, that would be an awesome superpower. And then you would you would transform into... Uh... Like Brad Pitt, if you see Angelina Jolie in public somewhere, I, I, she might beat the shit out of me. I don't think they're together, aren't they? Aren't they divorced? Oh, no. I, I would transform into Josh Allen and be the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I think, yeah, I want to go outside the box. I didn't want to be and like I would have to transform into Patrick Mahomes and just drive down the field in ten seconds again. Or, or maybe tra- I would. Trans- turn into Patrick Mahomes and get divorced and disown my brother. Oh, TikTok that. Oh, shit. And then I would have to transform into Juju and join in the TikTok with you. Did you see he said he's not TikToking with Jackson Mahomes? He said it's not. <laughs> yeah, he's a damn liar. And then two, and then like two days later, uh, he pops up in my news feed, Juju, make a TikTok. So I'm like, come on, Juju, you fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I had a superpower, uh, it would probably be snapping my fingers uh, to instant decapitation. For really? the, way, the way people drive on the highway, like if someone's riding up my ass and they're flashing their high beams, snap my fingers, instant decapitation. That's that's what that would be my superpower. Just for people who drive on the highway, the way they do. I hate when people do that. And people I- that drive like up your ass and then they swerve around you and swerve in and out of the cars and almost cause accidents. Yeah. Snap, snap my fingers on them real yeah, quick. Yeah, you don't deserve to live. Get the fuck out of here. 
I see too many of them every day. It's like you're about to close a 20 car pile up because you want to drive like an asshole. And when I was working, I was driving 95 from Delaware to Philly. So, you know, all the fucking maniacs are out on 95. And I would just say it. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, you're an absolute fucking idiot. And they do it with motorcycles around, too. And I'm like, there's a fucking motorcycle right there. That dude's got no fucking protection except for his helmet and his leather jacket. And you're going to drive like an asshole. So, see? Snap your fingers. I, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I'm with right, you on we that got one. two instant decapitations and maybe a little shape shifting. A little shape. Maybe I'll shape shift into their car and drive them off the road myself. I think I think I just said shave shifting. <laughs> Listen, I'm not shaving. Ship ship that shave talk somewhere else. Could that be a thing where you shave shifting is like where you shape shift but you still have your beard? So like, yes, whatever. Like, I am. <laughs> so so I I could be Brittany Mahomes with just a grizzly ass beard. <laughs> yeah, you transform into Josh Allen but still have the beard that you have right now. Oh, That's that would make him so much better. Shave shifting. That would make him so much fucking better. <laughs> You're like, yeah, how, you, you were just clean yesterday. What the fuck happened? Wow, you know, well, something happened. I, some some kind of shape shifting happened. This new cream I'm using on my face. <laughs> um, all right, well, speaking of superpowers, I came up with a would you rather. And I think it's pretty good. All right, ready? Would you rather live in Marvel's New York City or D.C. Gotham City? Uh... Probably DC's Gotham City. Yeah. Because no one has superpowers there, so I could still I could pack the burner. My, <laughs> my pistola. I wouldn't have to worry about lasers and superhumans fucking blowing up buildings everywhere and shooting lasers everywhere. Yeah, but you would have the Avengers. The yeah, the Avengers. You see how much property damage they committed? I, listen, and that's the other thing I want to say. Is why the city does, is saved. There's now 20 abandoned buildings. Why does New York always get fucked up in all these fucking movies? Like, why can't they just like you know what? Let's all go to like the middle of Montana where there's like one farm yeah. and a hundred square miles, and let's fight out there. No, let's do it in the middle of fucking New York City. Just telling Thanos like, meet us at these coordinates, and they give him like longitude and latitude, and it's like yeah. Jackson Hole, Wyoming, somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I'll beat you the fuck up. Like, yeah. we, we meet in the middle of Wyoming, I'll beat you the fuck up. <laughs> and then, can't like, beat me. Remember can't when, me. when, what did Gamora say? Like, you took, no, uh, not Gamora, Black uh, Scarlet Witch, she said to Thanos, she's like, you took everything from me. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Like, imagine they're like, they're like, meet us in Wyoming. And Thanos is like, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> just, just uh, here's the coordinates. Like, pull up his... Grab his phone and pull up the GPS and just be like, oh, okay, it's, it's over here. Nope, nope, nope. You went too far. You went too far. And no, it's back this way. <laughs> and then I know Bane would get on an airplane. He would hijack an airplane to Wyoming. Mm. <laughs> what Bane. matters is our plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bane of our existence. What, what's, your, what's next? To crash this plane with no survivors. <laughs> I love that movie. A lot of people don't like that out of the Dark Knight trilogy, but I've actually that might be my favorite actually. The the um the one with Bane. Yeah, it's it, he's so classic. He was such he was such a good character. It was such a well written character. I'll give him that. That was the Bane was a well written character. Um. Yeah, I just. 
I was thinking about that too the other day. I'm like, why does why is it always New York that's the one that's getting fucked up? Oh, yeah, wow. it's that's always what it is. They can never just go out to a nice farm field. Right. Meet me here at four o'clock after school. Or just like in that movie Midsommar, go to like Sweden with the little cult family, destroy well, their village. <laughs> wasn't the the final fight at the end of Endgame? Was that in Wakanda? Or was it? Uh, no, that was at the end of Infinity War. That fight was in Wakanda. Uh, in a, in Endgame or in Endgame? Oh, Infinity War. I think it is in Wakanda. Yeah, Infinity War is Wakanda. The end of Endgame is. Uh, oh no, no, that's right outside of the Avengers headquarters in upstate New York. Because remember, Ant Man. Remember, it collapses and Ant Man comes out carrying Hulk and the. Hawkeye. Uh, Remember the Avengers headquarters? They, that's where they're doing like all the science work and stuff like that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was like at their headquarters, like in upstate New York. Brian, y'all, there he is, y'all. Run it up, Ryan. We have there it. There he is. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Ryan? We are waiting for your opponent. All right, so we're going to do a new weekly segment for the next seven weeks. We got our good friend Ryan Mars. Run it up, Ryan. He's going to give us his lock for the Turns week. Hey, what's up? We are in here. We made it. We made we it. Run, morning. it. Run it up, Ryan versus Burnsy Betts. So you two, Say hello okay. to your opponent, uh, Ryan. What up, Ryan? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you going? For the next seven weeks, we have a best out of seven. First one to win four. You each give me your lock for the weekend. Whoever first to get the four, you get a prize. So who has who has their lock first? I got it. I mean, we just get one bet bet out right now, right? Yeah, Yeah, one bet. Hit me with it, Rye. Got a four uh, team parlay. No, we're just just pick one game, bruh. Just yeah. That's my thing. That's my thing. I do parlays. I do fourteen parlays. I'll do single stuff. All right. So, so you want to you want to do a parlay? It's a parlay. It's gonna be a lot. I'm telling you, okay. Nick, so give it to him. Let him do the parlay. I mean, if you want to do a parlay, go ahead. We got Ruby Gobert double double. That's the um Jazz to win. Got Desmond Bain three plus three Memphis to win. Joel Embiid, double-double, gets the win. And I have the upset tonight. Jokic, double-double, and another win. Oh, so you're just going to start off with a, a four-way PPD parlay. <laughs> that's, that's, bi- that, that's bold. <laughs> that's big. That is bold. Wow. All right, Bernsey Betts. You can pick one game if you want, or if you want to do a PPD, whatever you want to do. All right, I just have one little same-game parlay. Take Donovan Mitchell over three and a half on the last seven games, seven playoff games. He said all of them in his last seven. And I'm taking Mavs to win the game, though, in that game. Oh, yeah. Mavs money line? Yep. Wow. Right. Mavs two the, the last seven games between these two teams, the home team have won. I know Luca's out, that's big, but Jalen Brunson plays well when he's out. Oh shit! So that, that too, so. 
You guys are thinking big. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Nick, we listen, if they hit this first week, we better start betting next week. Start taking Burns and bet and running up Ryan's and start running to the tank with it. That's the Hawks halftime last night, dude. The power fell down and everything. I won 325 last night. Whatever. Yeah, yep, the Hawks it has. Yes, sir. The live bets are where it's at. Yep. Hey, Ryan, yeah, what you, you want it up, Ryan? Oh, my head. Would you like uh, why guys on fellas, who do you guys like in the Sixers series? <laughs> Ryan's well, Lakers team. Get him, Bird. Not, not even because of that. It's just, there's a lot of things. The COVID stuff, Cyborg can't go to Toronto. Good, he stinks. And I think Toronto does have the team to steal a game at home from the Sixers. I mean, like, I mean, steal a game from the Sixers at home. Oh man, I hate to be this person, man. Well, get him, Burns. Uh, Toronto and six. Toronto and six. Toronto and six. What's uh, your prediction for that, Burns? I think Embiid knows that he's not going to get the MVP. So he's just going to go off. He's going to destroy the rock or the Rockets, the Raptors. I think. Uh, mm. Harden is going to be on another level, I think. Too, but the thing is, is Toby. It like Toby is the go-to. If he's not playing well, the team's not going to do nothing. Doing that five for six from three when he's wide open, and you should get thirty million dollar player shouldn't be missing those shots. When he's doing that, that almost unbeatable. But when he's, you know, when he's shooting like he's. Danny Green shooting air balls all game. He's not gonna. But that is true. With that, I have to say Sixers and five. Yeah, six. That's what I was gonna say. Sixers and five. <laughs> Nick, what do you got? Uh, I got Sixers and four. Wow. Okay, Shaq. No, nah, Sixers and Sixers and five. I got Sixers and seven. Okay, dude. Whatever. Then honestly. It could. I mean, it, it could go to seven. Listen, the, the Raptors match up well. The Raptors are good. We have Doc Rivers. I'm well, sorry, Glenn Rivers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, if it comes to it and they get knocked out the first round, as long as Doc's gone, I don't care. Yeah. It'll be all right if he's gone. But if they, if they lose in the first round and they keep him – might be looking at like buying me a Brooklyn jersey or something. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just call him Ryan? Just call him a bitch, dude. What'd you say, dude? <laughs> that shit eating smile. Yeah, yeah, he did. All right, wow. well, may the best may the best locks win. All right, wow. fellas, we we appreciate wow. you guys coming on, and we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. See Good you guys luck, next Ryan. week. Oh, and by the way, for the soccer betters, Tottenham stinks. How the heck did they lose today to uh, – who did they play, Brighton? They lost to Brighton? Already blew my parlay. Every other soccer team won. BVB wins 6-1. They lose one nothing. to Brighton. In the 90th right. minute. All right, Chris, remove them. Remove them. Kick them out. Kick them out. Kick them out. The FIFA yeah. BS. Kick <laughs> <laughs> them out. All right, see it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, oh, that was good. That was good. I, that was good stuff. 
I did not think that Tottenham was going to win today. That's that's terrible. I don't know who the fuck Tottenham is. I'm sorry. I don't even know who the fuck Tottenham is. They're a soccer team in the English Premier League. We got to get you brushed up on soccer because we got to talk about that. You got a better better chance of brushing my ball hair than brushing me up on soccer. If if your ball hair looks anything like your chin hair, you're not going to be able to brush that shit. (laughs) I know. This this is – I forgot to brush it this morning, but it usually looks a lot better than this. Yeah, I I hope that at least one of their parlays hits because I just wanted a single game out of them, and they both both went for the you know how hard it is to hit a PPD parlay? Listen, never I, I put before. like a three-team parlay down. I'm like, this is an absolute fucking lock. Like, there's no way. Like, it's all blue out. Like, I think I bet ten dollars to win seven, and the fucking team lost. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, for next week, I, I would like to just have single games. Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. guys, get your single games ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was fucking crazy. That was so a lot of fun. You, heard you were rocking out. This past week, I was so yesterday. I was doing some stuff around the house, loading up the dishwasher, and I was like, you know what? I need a little. Oh shit! Hold on, my mic just fell out. Oh shit! Party fail. Here we go. Testing, testing. All right. Um. Yeah. So no, I was you know jamming out to some music, and I put a little ACDC on because nothing gets the chores flowing like a little ACDC. And it got me thinking. Give me top five ACDC songs. So this is my top five. You can disagree. You can agree. I I don't care. So my number five is Money Talks. I don't even even know it's all. Money Talks is an absolute banger. It sounds a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I ever heard that. That one's a banger. And number four, you were just singing it. A little For Those About to Rock. For Those About to Rock. Good tune. And then yesterday, I hit the shuffle button. And the first one that comes on on Good Friday, the day that Jesus died for our sins, is Highway to Hell. I thought it was appropriate given the day. <laughs> you go under hell. Number two is <laughs> it's a long way to the top. It's a long way to the top. Is that how it goes? I don't even know. There you go. What about, uh, is there like another one? It's like, from TNT. Yeah, they have TNT. I tried to, like, there's, they have Back in Black, Hell's Bells. Like, they have a lot of great songs, but, like, these are my top five. Did you and, ever see Jim Brewer's, like, stand up routine on them? Yeah. Oh, he's like, so yeah, the guy's, like, five foot two, and he just, like, every, they can make a nursery rhyme sound like a rock song. Pokey, <laughs> pokey. That's what I love about them. They're just a shit ton of fun to listen to. And that's why I love them. And my number one ACDC song of all time is... Shoot the Thrill. What the fuck? You definitely heard what that song is. Yes, you do. 
that's what it is. Yeah, that's it. Is that how it goes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking guessing. Yeah. That is an absolute banger. How many times do you think he's had throat surgery? I honestly I think that's just his voice. Like I don't think he has to like mimic that at all. And then I he's think- in he's in an interview and he's like, Well, yeah, on this record, uh why don't you like, love how people it? have totally different singing voices than their actual voices? Like, like the Dave Chappelle Lil John skit? Well, actually, my good sir. Like, yeah, like, you ever hear, like, people were like, how do English people talk like that? But then they sing like they sound American. Like, Adele's like, hello from the other side. But she's in an interview when she's like, yeah, so for this song. Yeah, like, I, I, listen, that always blew my mind. she's not saying hello from the other side? Do you know how <laughs> fucked up I was when I found out the Spice Girls were from Britain? Because they didn't yeah. sound British. No like, one really sounds British when they sing. It's like you can never tell. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. They've got totally different voices. <laughs> like... All right. So that was my top five. You agree? Disagree? I don't know all the songs, but I'll <laughs> <laughs> You always want to disagree with my top fives no matter where we're at. Totally agree. All right, Nick. Let's get into our favorite segment. Thank you, Jesus, you didn't have to fucking scream it, but thank you. <laughs> you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, my gabagool is Robbie Anderson. Okay. Because uh, yesterday I seen there was a, a Instagram page, like a random Panthers fan page, that they were like, uh, Baker Mayfield or whatever could be heading the or it could possible destination could be Carolina or some shit like that. And yeah. he actually commented on it. And I, I went to check to see if it was Photoshopped. He really legit commented. He put, no. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's all over the internet. They're like, they're like, Robbie Anderson expresses his like disinterest in picking up uh, Baker Mayfield. And I'm like, well, I like that because I, I don't want Baker Mayfield. And there's people online who are trying to make a case for him. I don't get it. He's not good. Like, stop settling for these quarterbacks. I understand it's hard to get a quarterback. I don't want him, obviously. Like it, it's just I'd I'd rather just take a different route or just go somewhere else. Like it, yeah. I just don't want him. And I'm glad that he like you know stood up there and was just like, no, like made his voice known. Yeah, it's 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 already gonna send a message. If anything, like they'll they probably won't trade for him if or maybe they'll trade Robbie. I don't know. Like I don't it's just I, I don't agree with it and I agree with Robbie hundred percent. So all right. So my gabagool for the week and it, it comes at the right time, because yesterday was Jackie Robinson Day, where, you know, this day he broke the color barrier in MLB. And we broke down more barriers this week. And my gabagool for the week is Giants coach Alyssa Nakin. She was the first uh, female first base coach or any on-field coach in the history of the MLB. And you said think, Alyssa Nakin? Yeah, I believe her name is Alyssa Nakin. So I guess you could say she's knocking down the door. She is knocking down the door. She's breaking down gender barriers, and and that knocking deserves a down big the scene. gender door. And and the secondary gabagool to uh, Padres first baseman Eric Hosmer, who when she came out and was kind of introduced, he went over to her and he like shook her hand and you know gave her the respect that she deserved. And I thought I thought it was a good show, and uh, and I think with yesterday being Jackie Robinson Day, I think it was appropriate to to show her some stop on the corner love some stop on the boardwalk love as well 
special yes. episode. Yeah. Under the boardwalk. Uh, my gob of fool is Mayor Kenny of Philadelphia. I guess because I'm I'm pretty sure he he you know he's got to have something to do with this mask mandate coming back. Mm-hmm. It's the Philadelphia is going to be the only city in America to have it, and it's 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 so dangerous with the COVID cases that they are waiting like a couple weeks to bring it back, yeah. which makes no sense. It's like oh this is the COVID cases are so bad right now we're gonna wait two weeks to make it safe. Yeah, it's put the mask back on. Like just just you know yeah it, come on. What point. sense does that make? That's like it's it's literally like getting robbed, and you call the cops, and they're like, "All right, we'll be there in like two hours." <laughs> but meanwhile, throw your wallet in the river. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be there soon. Just like hang in there. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, my gobble fool for the week. We're staying in baseball, and we're staying in the NL West. Actually, it's Dodgers manager Dave Roberts. I don't know if you saw this the other day, but he pulled Clayton Kershaw. After uh, seven innings yeah. and 80 pitches in the middle of a perfect game bit. Yeah. Now, I've seen it. I think they said there's been over like 200,000 MLB games ever played, and there's only been 23 or 24 perfect games ever thrown. Like, I've seen some people say, like, if he was in the middle of a no hitter, like, okay, it's one thing because he's thrown a no hitter. He's in the middle of a perfect game, 80 pitches. I know it's early in the year. You don't want to burn guys out. But guess what? If it, if it means that much to you, let them skip a start. Give them an extra five days of rest if, if you really think it's going to burn them out in April. He's in the middle of a perfect game bid through seven innings. He only had two more innings to go at only 80 pitches. Like, analytics has ruined baseball. And I'm not an analytics guy, but I'm not anti-analytics either. Like, I'm – good with it. Like I'm good with using the information you have to make the best decision. You also have to have a feel for the game. And yeah. That was absolutely stupid. That was dumber than Gabe Cap or pulling Aaron Noah after sixty pitches in his first game as manager of the Phillies. Like that was absolutely dumb. And for that he's my gobble fool for the week. That's what we have to say to you. Yes. There we go. All right. Nick, you got a highly recommended for me this week? Or highly yeah, recommended? All right. Let me let me have Gordon change tunes. <laughs> highly recommend. Okay. So my highly recommend for this week, I've been wanting to say this for a while now because I use it like all the time. I go on there. It's a YouTube channel. And it's called NFL Throwback. And – Basically, like a lot of their videos, like sh- like I guess like shortened versions of the videos will show up on Twitter or like Instagram. But like the actual YouTube channel, like it's the coolest thing ever. If you're like a big football fan, like I am, like they have like legit, like they could show you like full games almost from like the '80s. Like you could see like an not like full game, but like almost every play from like a Super Bowl from like the '80s. Like I was watching like a game with like Dan Marino. And, like, Joe Montana. Like, they show you almost every play. Like, it's the coolest thing ever. There's so many cool videos of, like, best throws and best touchdowns. This player's, you know, career touchdowns, highlight videos, and actual games from, like, all the years. Like, it, I just love it. I think it's awesome. I, I see them. They pop on my Instagram, the NFL throwback. It is really cool to see 
old, older games and go back and watch. I didn't know they had a YouTube channel. I thought it was just like yeah. an Instagram page. The, the YouTube cool. channel shits on anything else. It's crazy. Yeah. They have like oh. a playlist too for each team. Oh, like sweet. If you, it'll if you like search for whatever to like your favorite team, they'll have like their like best some of their best games or whatever. Oh, and sweet. you can actually like watch like it's 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 pretty cool. Speaking of which, did I ever tell you that I've never rewatched the Eagles Super Bowl? Like the only time yeah, I've we, ever we said that already. Are we saying that already on here? Yeah, I wish I'm allowed to repeat myself. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> yeah, you told me that. I, I got a small. Yeah, I, remember, I remember when you told me, and I was like, "Why though?" Like I, I would be rewatching that like every day. It's, it's the purity of the whole moment. It's the purity. Like everything I remember about that Super Bowl is all on that day. But that shit never gets old to me. Like there's no. Just, remember when we were when we were going over like the plays of like mm-hmm. our favorite plays. Like mm-hmm. there's those plays that I listed. Like I still watch them, and I can never get enough of them. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just don't want to, I don't want to lose that purity. What would you like? What would you? What was your number one play? I forget from when we said that. Because like my number, I think my number one play. I'm not sure what it was, or number one moment. It might have been that touchdown pass to Ted Ginn when we played New England in like 2013. It might have been like I still like I can. That's one of the games they have on the playlist on the NFL Throwback. Like I can just watch that like all the time. It's there's just something about that moment. It's like so special. Yeah, I I was trying to see if I could find. I feel it. like the Brandon Graham like f- uh, force fumble would. I, if I was a fan of the Eagles, I'd want to watch that over and the over. Strip sack. I mean, yeah. I've I've I mean, I've seen the plates. Um, if you guys want to go back and listen, that's on episode ten. Um, but I don't have I don't I honestly I can't recall off the top of my head. It, it might have been that. Or the Philly special, a, a a play from like a play that I would want to enjoy or watch over and over for like whatever team it has to, for me it has to be like a home play like when they're the home team I got yeah. I got the crowd has to get into it like any one of those moments where the crowd's nuts I can just watch that forever because the, the electricity of the crowd just makes it. I mean, the one play I can watch a lot is. Is the Jimmy Rollins walk off double in two thousand nine yeah. against Boxing, and a, a big part of that is because the crowd is so loud, and Scott Fransky's radio call is so good that it those you know make up like it's a big moment and the crowd is going crazy and it's a walk off hit like it is a great moment to watch. I watch that like a lot, but I think it also makes it easier to watch that because I know they didn't win the World Series that year and it wasn't a World Series play, but like. Outside of like the final pitch for the 08 World Series, like I haven't gone back and watched none of that either. Really? Yeah, it just for me the purity of, of that game and those moments all live right then and there. While we're talking about Phillies, let me just show you this real quick. All right. Because it's been at my house for a while now. Are you serious? I- I bought this at Beer Fest like three, four years ago. All right. I'm, I was I'm going to unplug this computer real quick, and you're going to take a walk with me real fast. I got to unplug it. Wait. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just wait one second. I don't know. Tell Can you still me. hear me? Yeah. Tell me you got this same exact thing. No way. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I won that at an auction, at a silent auction at Xfinity. But here, wait, I got this no, too. Wait, wait. 
So Where look, I won it at a silent auction in Xfinity. That's literally where I got it. Yeah, look. I got it at Beer Fest. And you got any of these? No, nah, I don't have those. So I got, I got, oh, there's 2,000 on my bald ass head in the way. And then I also, oh, shit. I have this. Well, yeah, I, I got it at Beer Fest at Xfinity like three, four years ago. That auction was about to end in like five, ten minutes, and I was going to be the last person to put my name on it. And the guy was like, do you want it? I was like, yeah. And he just like let me like get it right, like buy it right there. And you, have like, to go, you have to go to the highest price or there was no bidders on it? There was bidders, but I was just – the price I was going to put down, Yeah, he was just like, I'll just give it to you for that. I was like, okay. Wow, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, so, I, I went, he yeah, was like, he was like do you want to take it away? I was like, can you like ship this to my house? I don't want to carry this around. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I ended up doing. But yeah, that, no, that's fucking funny. But I, I still have the newspapers from the 08 World Series. I have newspapers from the World Series. Like I have all that stuff. That's crazy that we got the same shit. I know. But um, all right. Yeah, I got like a small little highly recommend. Like I don't, if you guys play video games, like sports video games. I highly recommend MLB The Show 22. Before you, I just want to show this as well. It's nice and sexy, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have a thing like this in the barbershop I used to go to in Philly. Yeah. But it was like the Phillies, but this is, I have a Panthers one. All right, but go ahead. Yeah, so if you guys like sports video games, I highly recommend MLB The Show 22. It is probably the best sports video game I've ever played. MLB the show period in general, like they put out so much new content. It's like the game never gets old. Like I literally played MLB the show 21 up until 22 released. Like it is a fun game. And if you have Xbox and you have game pass, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything except the subscription to game pass. And it is a hundred percent worth it. And it's not not really pay to play to win either. Like they give you plenty of opportunity to earn stubs and, and cards and different games and stuff like that. Like, so it is a lot of fun to play. So that's my little highly recommend. All right. MLB the show. Go check it out, guys. All right. Nick, anything else you want to say to the people before we get out of yeah, here? There, there is, actually. Make it quick because I got to pee. I've had to pee for the past 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, it's going to take a couple of minutes. Oh, here we go. Did you Have you seen the commercial for that new Mark Wahlberg movie? Uh, Father Stew? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I see the, Hold on. I see I see the commercial, the crack it up. And I just want to read the like the description. The, for some reason, the description on Google, like maybe crack up, says when an injury ends his amateur amateur boxing career, Stuart Long moves to LA to find money and fame. While scraping by as a supermarket clerk, he meets Carmen, a Sunday school teacher who seems immune to his bad boy charm. Determined to win her over, the longtime agnostic starts going to church to impress her. However, a motorcycle accident leaves him wondering if he can use his second chance to help others, leading to the surprising realization that he's meant to be a Catholic priest. <laughs> yeah, I, when I went to go see uh, Uncharted, we seen the previews for that. And I was like, wow, this movie took like four turns in just the previews. Like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? So is, is Sully from Uncharted just, just becoming a priest? Is that is like, yeah, is it a sequel? Is Father Stewart's sequel to Uncharted? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh shit. Uh, Father pretty, Sully. <laughs> Father Sully. 
All right, Nick, let's get out of here before I piss my pants. Say goodbye to the people. Goodbye to the people.